temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Good morning and welcome back. Sports Talk Saturday chugging along here on this beautiful Saturday morning. A little windy here in western New York, but the weather in Florida, South Florida, that is probably just slightly nicer here than western New York. And joining me uh, is Paul Hamilton, who if he isn't in South Florida, will be heading there very shortly. Paul, good morning to you and thanks for joining me. Yeah, it's about eighty down here. Jeez, so, uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Well, and we haven't even hit we haven't even hit noon. <laughs> all right. Well, I didn't expect you to rub it in. I, I was, but listen, I woke up this morning, Paul, and, and it's seventy here right now. I know that's the thing. I know this sounds stupid, but you hate to be running down to Florida when it's seventy degrees back home. It's nicer when it's ten degrees. That's right. And, Snow on the ground, and then you get to head head to South Florida. Then it's a, it's it's a much nicer trip. It's an oasis getaway for you, rather than you know sort of status quo. But uh, nothing uh, quite status quo about yesterday, Paul. A tough game for the Sabers, the no doubt. Um, they faced a very good Carolina Hurricanes team, and funny enough, this Carolina Hurricanes team also played the Tampa Bay Lightning on Thursday night. That was their part of the back to back going into yesterday. Um, what, what stood out to you last night about, you know, maybe what the Sabres did or didn't do well, and they're going to have their first opportunity to back-to-back tonight, obviously, with the Lightning as well. Yeah, you know what? I like the start. I thought they were on it to, to start the game right off. I mean, the Cousins line started the game. They got into a really good four-check, held the puck the whole time, the whole time meaning 28 seconds, and uh, <laughs> Cousins got the puck back to Bryson. All three guys went to the net. And that took Hurricanes with them. So when Bryson's shot was taken, it hit Svechnikov in the knee and went into the net uh, because of the traffic in front. So it was looking good. And then, you know, the, the Hurricanes got that nice goal by Ajo, who basically they that they had three guys that could do anything they wanted during the game and and did do pretty much anything they wanted. And it was tic-tac-toe and it was in your net. But they didn't panic over that, you know. It was less than two minutes later. Olison rips one. It goes through the goaltender. It was hard enough shot that he he stopped some of it, but didn't stop all of it, and had enough oomph on it to make it through. And, and they had their lead back, and and it was still going good. But I, I just thought that they they lost their focus. I think was the way I thought it went. They they started like Darlene shooting the puck after the whistle, and that gets a scrum going and. Uh, you wind up shorthanded there, and and you know Carolina's Ajo ties the game before the first period's over, and next thing you know, against a team that is very good with the lead, they put four consecutive goals in your net, and now you're down, you're down five. You're just not, you're just not going right. to win that game uh, when you, when you get behind that team by two goals. So 
it was unfortunate that that happened to them, uh, but it's something they can learn from to playing a good team like that. And it's a team that's beaten the Sabres 14 out of 15 times since 2016. Uh, so it's something that, uh, you know, the, the Canes have really had the Sabres numbered, no matter who's in the lineup, who's coaching, or, or whatever has been going on. But that, that is one of the teams in the NHL that you just cannot get behind with. Yeah, and Paul, I, I want to maybe look at yesterday as maybe a, a change for the Sabres team because, it to me, this is a Sabres team that kind of starts games slow and really kind of builds up and they become, a, I mean, sort of a different hockey team in the third period. That's sort of how they've been all year. Their differential, their goals in the third kind of all speak to that. But it felt like for the first time, maybe not all year, but, you know, consistently I feel like Don Grano is going to look at that first period and say, if we can start like that, we're going to win a lot of hockey games. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think considering, you know, it was the three top scorers for Carolina, and they basically dangled the whole game. It was, you know, pretty goals, tic-tac-toe type of thing. And unfortunately for the Sabres, they, they have certainly missed Samuelson, Yoki Haru, and Lebushkin, but they really – really missed them in this game probably more than any other game uh because you know their penalty killing i was just looking it up they're 19th in the league in penalty killing guess what that's three of your better penalty killers right there you know yep. and, and that's why they're below average in penalty killing fitz fitzgerald was on the ice for four of the five goals pilot was on the ice for three of the five and it got to the point where they basically had to stop playing them i mean the one played 11 minutes, the other played around nine. Uh, so that put more stress on Power and Darlene and Bryson because they were playing, you know, up towards middle 20s. And I, I mean, Darlene had over 26 minutes and he had six minutes in the penalty box yeah. where he couldn't play, <laughs> you know? So, uh, but it, it was just a really, really tough night for those two. And it really, when you play a, game, a team like Carolina, that's where having those three injuries really showed up there's no doubt Paul but I, I in in that same breadth a little bit here and, and talking about some positives on the blue line I've been impressed with Jacob Bryson um in an elevated role um you know it doesn't matter who he's playing with obviously gets the first goal yesterday he has elevated his game at least in my eyes this year it seems like when people talk to me about Bryson they don't like him because he doesn't hit you know it, it's like everybody's got a hit well that's not why he was drafted. They they knew when they drafted him, they did, weren't drafting Chris Pronger. <laughs> I mean, they, they they understood that. They were, they were looking for a puck-moving defenseman who is, plays his angles well. I mean, it's not like he gets overpowered in the corner or anything like that. He can hang out in the battles. He's got strong legs, you know, So it's, it's, it's not, but he's not going to throw any thunderous checks or anything like that, and he moves the puck pretty well, and I think he does well in the offensive zone, especially when a four-check's going on to kind of help the cycle out a little bit. And that first pass is usually on the on the tape, and off they go, and, and they get up ice. And what I've noticed with him, too, this year is he's not he's, he's more apt to join the rush. You know, they've been trying to get him to do that, and I think he's starting to feel more comfortable and you know, joining the rush and making it maybe a four-man break or, or something like that, and um, you know, I think that is added to his game too. So tonight, Paul, uh, puck drop seven p.m. here on WGR against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Six four and one coming into this game. Took a little while for this Lightning team to get going, but man, I, I, I continue to think about this hockey team more and more. How much hockey they've played over the last three years? Uh, like eventually, this feels like it's. 
This isn't a team that is maybe going in the wrong direction, Paul, but I think little by little you're starting to see all of that hockey get to the legs of these guys. A little bit. I mean, it's a, it's, it's only, it was only a matter of time. Well, they've straightened it out. I mean, it's too bad the Sabres couldn't have caught them before October yeah, two weeks 18th. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm looking at they lost three out of four, and basically the only one they had putting the puck in the net was Stamkos. Yep. Uh, I'm looking at their goal, Stamkos. Stamkos has two. He has one. He has two. He has one. You know, all through that break, but they they straightened it out in their last what is it eight games? They only have one regulation loss, and then they have that uh, shootout loss to the Carolina Hurricanes. So they they've straightened it out, and they've beaten you know they beat the Florida Panthers along the way. But you look at some of the wins they have, you say okay they won the game and that's cool, but they beat the Islanders, they mm-hmm. beat the Ducks, they beat the Sharks, they beat Ottawa, they lost to the Kings. And they lost in a shootout to Carolina. So, uh, Paul, did we lose you? I think we might have lost Paul. Talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning, of course. They don't want you to hear this. They, this is state censored. That's right. The elites. They don't want you to know what Paul. Knows. The elites of Tampa That's Bay. That's right. The Southern Florida elites. Um, that's too bad. Well, we'll try to reconnect here with Paul in just a few moments. We also have John Price of Sports Information Traders um, coming up here in about eh, seven minutes or so. So uh, we'll we'll try again to uh, to connect with Mr. Paul Hamilton. If not, um, we will we will hear from John Price. By the way, I, I didn't really set the stage either for the rest of the show. You know, pretty much Radio One Hundred and One. Good for me. Um, this afternoon, going into this afternoon, anyways, uh, we're looking at a pretty solid schedule. All, all, you know, albeit we've got hockey talk here, and I think we've got Paul Hamilton coming back up in here in just one minute. Um, but we've got Matt Lombardo of Heavy Sports. He's going to join us. He's an NFL insider for Heavy.com. Um, he's going to join us at in the noon hour. We're going to talk about the trade deadline, trades that may have, you know been talked about happening that didn't happen so we'll talk to matt get his thoughts on the naeem hines trade the um and, and also odell beckham jr get his thoughts on that he's got some nfl insiders that he's talked to this week talking about odell beckham to the junior or odell, odell beckham jr to the bills and then we've got antoine staley of the new york post he's going to join us uh at twelve thirty. preview jets obviously covers the jets for the new york post and then john scott a spectrum uh, Spectrum Sports will join us at 1 p.m. as well to help me preview Bill's Jets. So uh, we, unfortunately, were unable to reconnect with our man, Paul Hamilton. So uh, we apologize for those technical difficulties. On the other side, we're going to take a time out. John Price is going to join us, and uh, we will uh, we will get his thoughts on this uh, weekend's slate of games, both college and NFL. Do, do we have Paul? All right, let's, let's get Paul back in here for just one moment before we take a time out. Paul, sorry about that. Um, we were we were talking about this uh, this Tampa Bay Lightning team in this game tonight. So uh, I'll let you I'll let you finish your thought there. Yeah, so I think they have the opportunity. They have to watch their ice times and things like that in their first back to back. You don't want to get too crazy or whatever that type of thing. But you know, Tampa is winning, and give them credit for winning. But uh, you know, the Sabers might be maybe the second hardest team they've played during that streak uh, behind Carolina. And then lastly, Paul, probably Eric Comrie, I would assume, in, in goal tonight with uh, with Anderson playing the first leg yesterday. Um, overall goaltending, like if you were to give a progress report through 10 games, where, where's, where's your head at on this goaltending short of it's better than last year, which I think is a, is a pretty big obvious at this point? I've liked Craig Anderson, quite honestly. I think Craig Anderson's been the better of the two goaltenders, but you also can't play Craig Anderson 52 games a year. Yep. 
you know, you've got to. So I, I haven't been able to get a good handle on every time I think I know, well, Granada's going to play this guy, plays the other. I think one of the first times I was right was last night. I thought Anderson was going to play, and he did. And I agree with you. I think Comrie will play this game, too, and I think we will probably be right with that one. But uh, they have established Comrie as the number one goaltender. I think there's no question about that. But if you go by their play, not that Comrie's been awful. Or no, I don't right. mean that at all. I, agree. I just think Anderson's been the better of the two. All right, Paul. Thank you so much, my friend. Enjoy the uh, balmy 80-degree weather down in South Florida. We appreciate you as always, and uh, we'll uh, look forward to hearing you tonight on Sabres pregame. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thanks, Paul. Paul Hamilton there on the Western Hotline. Timeout. John Price on the other side here on WGR. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 